Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two regular co-hosts, Maestro yeah! and Adam. Hello. This week, we're concluding our thankful series in honor of the holiday Thanksgiving, where the gang picks a good movie that they're actually thankful for. Yeah, the best for last. Yeehaw! <laughs> this week, which I think this airs Black Friday, Adam. Oh, fantastic. This week, Maestro gets his pick in, and it's... Ninja Shadow of a Tear or Ninja 2. It's one of those two. So depending on wh- where you're viewing it, on Am- I think on Amazon, it's it's Ninja Shadow of a Tear. Okay. I couldn't find anything that said Ninja 2. Like on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, it was all Ninja Shadow of a Tear. I think it was Ninja mm. 2 on Netflix. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think. Hmm. I don't remember. Shit. <laughs> all right. Before we jump in to talk about the movie, this movie was directed by Isaac Florentine, and it stars Scott Atkins. Uh, forgive my pronunciation pronunciation of these names kane kosugi oh mika hiji tim mam joed el berni let me do a brief synopsis and we'll jump right into it ninjutsu master casey is back and out for revenge when his pregnant wife is murdered mm-hmm. okay maestro and the mm-hmm. dog oh no oh, wrong no, movie. no dog different, in this different movie so. uh maestro real quick mm-hmm. what happened in ninja one give me like two or three a two or three sentence explanation as to what happened in Ninja One, because I didn't see it. I know Adam didn't see it. Well, it's a, lo- a lot of it is just basic um, another form of revenge, really. I mean, it's just him trying to get into who he is today. Okay, same uh, guy, same guy. Okay, Casey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the the one thing I did like about this movie is because you remember when I was growing up? Oh, when I was growing up. When I was growing up, there was a lot of uh, I remember American Ninja Warriors and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, those, like sequels, prequels, whatever else have you, where it's all random. Mm-hmm. Well, this one gives a little bit more of a uh, a realistic slash uh, adventurous non realistic taste. Because it get, it, he's not going up against a conglomerate, and yet he is. Wait, this, <laughs> this, this is a Ninja One. No, this is number two. Okay, okay. I'm talking about number two. Well, in Ninja One, what's the what's happening there? Is someone murdered? That he yeah, goes it's always a, about someone being murdered. So it's who's murdered in Ninja One? Oh, I don't remember. Okay, is is the guy who runs the dojo is is his friend who showed up to his wife's funeral? The guy from Thailand. No, no, the, no, no. He's not in the first one? I don't think is so. Is anyone no. in this one from the first one besides him and his wife? I think it's just him. Okay. Just I'm just I I'm not sure if if any if I need to know the first one. I no no. When okay. it comes to this movie, I mean, you don't have to watch the first one to understand the second one. It is enough there's enough It's a standalone. Uh, yes, yeah, it's a standalone okay. itself. Yeah. Okay. Do you have I, to watch the second one to understand the second one? Nope. Okay. <laughs> perfectly it's perfectly fine the way it is. Adam, have you ever seen this before? No. I've never seen this before. Obviously Maestro has because this is his pick. Yeah. So how do you want to do this? Normal? Just go through? Yeah. Okay. Uh the first thing I saw is Millennium Films produced this. Millennium Films also gave us Stolen, the Nick Cage movie. Oh, that's so mine. Oh, this should be fun. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get this right off the bat, Adam. Okay. Uh you may be disappointed in me. I was oh, very no. entertained by this movie. Oh no! Yeah! Well, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying this is like on par with Goodfellas now. Oh, God, no. I'm just saying for what this movie is, this movie nails what it is correctly. Like what you said with the thing. Yeah. It it, it, it does what it's supposed to do. It creates suspense yeah. by introducing sci-fi horror. Sure. This is a revenge kung fu flick that's full of action. You can yes. just turn your brain off. 
Yes, there's uh, some bad acting. Yes, there's some stuff that doesn't make sense. But for the most part, <laughs> at its meat, it does correctly what it's meant to do. I enjoyed it. I was entertained. By the first 15 minutes, I'm like, I'm in. I was like, it was really? like the John. It was like the John Wick thing. Like oh, no. the first 10 minutes, you're like, yeah, I'm in. Wow. Killed the dog. I'm in. I'm ready. Let's see what the <laughs> fuck this guy can do. Okay. This may be the first and only revenge film that I did not enjoy. <laughs> I, I'm I, usually I'm way on board with revenge films because I, I there's I think there's a big part of me that thinks that that is justice to get uh-huh. revenge. Now it is said uh, in this movie even uh, the man who seeks revenge should dig two graves because it's not it's not a good way to do things. Yeah, and also turn the cheek in the Bible, blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, it's just so. In, in, but in general, I, I'm all for it. People that need to get revenge, it's, it's not going to fill the hole that's left by whatever action was taken against you. But it does feel pretty good. I, I, I mean, I haven't gotten a lot of revenge in my life. I'm, I'm, I, I try to be more passive mm-hmm. in a lot of things. And there's a lot of things going on that I wish I could get revenge for. But I just, I, I, I choose, I, I guess I choose the higher road in a lot of ways. And in, I'll get my revenge in some way, but it's not going to be a, a, an attack. My revenge is going to be, yeah, look at me now. I look at you. Okay. Enjoy yourself. So basically, you look at you, I'm better for what happened to me than you are, basically, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of my personal way I do my life. But in movies, when I, I go to watch movies, it's to escape my reality and kind of live vicariously through these people. Well, I do live vicariously through these people, through the certain techniques and stuff they do as well. For me, it's like not that far away from truth, really. What, what I did enjoy about the movie was, was the fighting scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fighting scenes were pretty awesome. Uh, they, they had some gripes, which we'll get to with some of the fighting scenes, but overall, it was it was it was good because I would say about ninety percent of it looked like they were making contact, like mm-hmm. it was an actual hit, not the like, oh, you missed me by a foot, but I'm still gonna fly away. Yeah, there, there wasn't a lot of that. There, there was a little bit, but it was it wasn't it wasn't enough that it was I was that distracted by it. Are the are the moves that Casey does? Are those realistic combat moves? Like, could you actually do, like, Triple obviously kick. the strike? But yeah, like when he's in the air and he ba 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 when he hits him like three times in the air. Can you do that stuff, or is that wire work stuff? No, that's not a wire work. That's actually possible. You see, actually, okay. if you go to certain competitions, like let's say uh, they had a couple of competitions in France for taekwondo and uh, mm-hmm. other types of wushu martial arts, uh-huh. and they were able to do that no problem. Okay, is mm-hmm. it effective though? It's choreographed, man. I mean, right. No, but it, will a triple kick actually hurt you or is it just it looks cool and it's not going to do much damage? Triple kick will hurt. Any kick will hurt. I mean, honestly, if I kick you from with like maybe <laughs> no, I, one third <laughs> of my strength. I believe you. This, this is why I refuse to spar you at any point in our lives. Well, a lot of our other friends, they like, we, we have a couple of drinks. Yeah, let's spar for fun. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Not, not with my show. <laughs> Fuck no. I know, I know better. Even if you're at half speed, at half strength, it's still going to hurt like a mother. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is like triple kick. I, I can imagine the first kick probably hits. Second kick, all right. But the third kick is kind of like, oh, it's just a little tap for show. Well, which, which which triple kick are you talking about? The one where he hits the same spot three times or the one where he actually hits different people? No, it's, it's, it's the same person three times. It's like, he does a, it's like he's churning. He does two kicks and then he turns around to do a third kick or something. Mm-hmm. It, it looked pretty cool, but I was like, there's no way that yeah. the third kick does anything. Yeah, it does. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. This movie opens with a, uh, it's like a 1940s black and white newsreel. Movie, <laughs> yeah. movie, movie theaters used to do this <laughs> right. back in the day. You go, cause everybody, every week, everybody would go to the movies. Yeah. So you would go get your news there. Yeah. And, and they're telling a story about GIs in Japan mm-hmm. and they get slaughtered by a ninja. Yeah. And then it cuts to present day. I was like, wait, what the fuck just happened? 
but here's my question was that exposition if, if you if you have a badass ninja how the fuck did japan lose the war like he just took, <laughs> he took out this whole battalion by himself i granted yeah a, a ninja can't stop a nuke i get that <laughs> but still or can he but no, still well um ninjas Here, okay. here's my here's my thought maestro never seeing the first one i have okay. no i had no clue if i had if anything from the first one carried over here Nothing. i thought that that ninja that uh-huh. killed all the soldiers uh-huh. in japan is casey's like grandpa or something that's where i thought this movie was going oh, okay. oh that's I where see. i thought this was going i'm like oh shit like is he gonna inherit the the bloodline or no no it's not that it's not that date not that deep no it's just a straight revenge movie See that, that that was the first thing that turned me off with the, with the movie, the way it opened up. Where because when I first saw that, I thought Animaniacs. The, the way Animaniacs opens up is like newsreel from the stars, and yeah. it has that black and white kind of cartoon. Back in the day, the Warners were created and then locked in the vault, never to be released. Now they run amok and battle on. And it's, it's like okay, that's that's fine for like a comedy type of uh-huh. thing, but this is if this is supposed to be a, a, a ninja fighting movie, it just seems like what? How does what? This is a really weird way to prepare me. <laughs> for an action film. Breaking news out of Tokyo, Japan. There's a white ninja out <laughs> who's disguised themselves with the GI. Yes, and it's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, um, if you wanted to look the, the first movie, I wouldn't suggest it because. <laughs> so this one's bit. Oh yeah. yeah. So so this is the Terminator Two of, yeah. <laughs> of the Ninja oh, series. I okay. agree. Yes. Okay. All right. Because I mean, yes, he uses the 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 main character is in the, both movies, and the char- the overall fighting is relatively the same. But the it it takes on a sort of a magical version of it, and I didn't like that. I like I like the gory, gritty, real martial arts movies. So this was more fantasized. Yeah, the first one was more fantasized than the. Oh, the so this one. one's the the gritty, realistic yeah. one. Okay, cool. Was Goro the villain in the first one? Goro. Wait, this drug dealer? No, 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 okay. no. So, okay, everything's brand new. Okay, okay. just checking. Cool, it's cool. So he's in a he's in a dojo. He's the only white guy in this dojo, right? And uh, which I'm uh, put off of instantly. Also, <laughs> why? It just it just it just seems like what what if you, <laughs> why 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 make it a white dude? Why why not? why not just make it a regular like somebody that looks like they belong in the dojo? Make this a, a entire like that is racist. Well, I think absolutely it's, it's racist. <laughs> well, I think the idea of the white ninja is that he's an outsider of this world, so he has to learn how to uh, sort of um, find his place within the society that would normally reject him. Fine, but it has nothing to do with anything else in the movie. I know. It's just a white guy. I know. Well, it doesn't have any. There's no. There's no story plots about him being white or his background or anything. <laughs> it's just. It's just a regular ninja getting revenge. Uh huh. Why? Why is that a bad thing? It just. It just seems like it's a. The, the way I. The way I see it is that this guy. This, uh, what is Casey? No, the the actor. Oh, okay. The, the actor guy Atkins. that played Casey. He Scott Atkins. He was owed a favor by somebody. He he knows he knows. He knows how to do some martial arts stuff. He's cool. Everything's great. Okay. Uh, let's put you... Uh, get me in a movie, man. Hey, mm-hmm. we go back w- way back, right? Get me in a movie. I want to show off my ninja stuff. All right. Let's uh, write a movie around a white guy being a ninja. Uh, I'll just put it here. Kickboxer? Yeah. Well, he's not... Well, Brussels. Yeah, he's white. I yeah, consider well, Van Damme white. If you look into the 80s and 90s, they actually had like a plethora of ninja movies where they're all white dudes. Yeah. Is that right? Kickboxer? Yeah. Not not just case American. Oh, I know, Ninja, I know. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, like there's oh, yes. a lot of them. Sidekick, Ch- Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> also, Chuck Norris was in yeah. there. Karate, yeah. Karate Kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Right, but I mean that, that that was part of the whole thing, though. The part of part of Karate Kid was him being an outcast from the mm-hmm. thing, and that that played a big part yeah. of the story. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, nothing here. Well, because in Japan, a lot uh, like outsiders originally were like ostracized and stuff like that, but over time they became like uh, in some parts of the culture, uh, part of the culture itself. Like, for instance, like when overseas naval officers would end up living there. They end up becoming part of the culture themselves, learning the Japanese culture themselves and being uh, brought in as like one of their own. Which uh, is, okay. I'm sorry to cut you off, which is why I thought that from that newsreel, this is his like great grandpa and he's right. like living in Japan. But, that, but that's the thing about it though. I mean, like, yes, he, yes, it's possible that could have been the case if, the, if that's co- correlates with it. But um, when he's fighting and doing all this crazy stuff in mm-hmm. the jungle, that has nothing to do with Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just, it just, it just bumped me. That's all. It just like what? That didn't bother me. I just looked at it as Ken in, from Street Fighter. Like, there's no reason why this white guy knows. Like, who cares why this guy knows kung fu? He just fucking knows how to fight. Move on. Scroll text. Move on. Uh, That's he, how I viewed it. Okay. Because there's a possibility. I mean, I'm not exactly sure if the movie explained it, but there's a possibility that he married into the the family. He did, and learned yeah. the martial arts through like the, oh through the master. Originally. I see. So that's a possibility Maybe. too. Uh, another reason why I was distracted by this was because he looks a lot to me like you. No, like <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds. He's got a Ryan Reynolds vibe to him. Okay. Every, every time I saw him, I thought they should just got Ryan Reynolds then if they're gonna get a white dude. I mean, because just I don't know if they could have afforded him. No, no. <laughs> I don't think Ryan Reynolds could have done the stuff that Atkins does. Probably not. No, but he would look much better doing. It. <laughs> well, I don't think and so. and Ryan Reynolds is a good actor. Yeah. This guy is not. He doesn't do much acting in this movie. I agree. You don't have to, act, <laughs> but you don't have to. Act, you don't have to have Daniel Day Lewis in this role. No, you just need someone who knows how to fight. Right, and that, that's exactly what they did. This guy knows how to fight. Put him in front of a camera. Yeah, but you're not making this movie with the intention to like win an Oscar. You're just there. You're. It's like it's like what you say about horror movies. Yeah, they make horror movies for horror movie fans because they're the people who will watch any kind of horror movie. Right. Same thing. There's a market for people who love kung fu movies, revenge kung fu movies. They so they'll make they'll tailor it just to please them. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying he has he has to he has to beat down Day Lewis, but <laughs> he's, he's got to be well, uh, some uh, sort of actor. Okay. Gone to a school. Honestly, I want to see. I mean, I know the acting is not that great in this movie, That's but I really not. <laughs> I really want to see where you have gripes on through the uh, the movie. Oh, so I would like to. See, I, I like to see exactly what you're thinking. Okay. If it makes you feel better, yeah. I have one major gripe. Sure. And, yeah. and even then, it's not that. No, I have a. That's big. great. Let's hear it. Oh well, no, we're not there yet. Okay. okay. It's it's when we get there. All right. He's engaged, or he's already married to a girl in the dojo, right? Who's pregnant, right? And he's gonna buy her a necklace, right? And uh, that's how that's how it starts. We first see him in the jewelry store, right? Well, no, first we see him in the dojo, okay? And then uh, they were sparring each they're other. They're sparring, yeah, and pretty much showing us that yeah, he knows how to fight. Yeah, got it. Then he goes to the jewelry store. These like punk rock kids who look like the the street gang from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These two guys, <laughs> they're watching Casey and. Uh, uh, he buys her a necklace. It's like fucking fifty thousand yen or something. And foreign money always trips me out. Like that, that'll be ten thousand oh, yeah, pesos. And like, yeah. no, it's 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 just like their bills are valued at like one thousand. Oh yeah, 2, yeah. like that's just so yeah. weird to me. Ten thousand, <laughs> yeah, weird. Ten thousand of your thing, right? Like that's just so weird out here, right? Like there, like, there wouldn't be a ten thousand dollar bill in the U.S. See, and, and, and another thing that in the jewelry scene, even when they're like explaining to him, this is what this is necklace is for. This is what this necklace is for. If he's that immersed into the culture, 
And he, he, spe- he speaks the language, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, he does. So then why are they treating him like an idiot? <laughs> Maybe they assume because he's a white guy. Yeah, just because you uh, live in the area and people don't know you, they don't necessarily understand whether or not you can speak. Mm-hmm. This is one white dude, and uh, <laughs> I, I feel like they should, uh, they should, they should know him. <laughs> he sticks well, out. Well, yeah, he's going to a jewelry store. He doesn't necessarily go to the jewelry store every day. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's true. Uh, dwelling on things that don't matter. So as as he's leaving, these 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 punk kid people, uh-huh. they go to they they try to rob him. At first, he evades them by jumping on the roof, and then he comes down. And then they catch up with him. There's a there's a there's a pretty decent fight scene between between them. Uh, I like how you use the bag. Yeah, as like a as a as, a, as like a defensive weapon. Right. That was cool. That, yes, I really like. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. When it, you see it. Oh, another thing that really bothered me in this movie was was the the camera shots. There's a lot of unnecessary camera shots and and zooming in for no reason and like they were they were like this, okay this guy just got out of acting school sucks the 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 the, the DP just learned how to use a camera he's like oh I I saw these cool effects I want to use and well, I'm gonna put them in this movie because it's my first movie mm-hmm. and they're just like okay those those are great stylistic shots but they don't belong in the way you use them yeah it's mm-hmm. cool but why what why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the first okay, we'll get we'll get to the the first time it really pissed me off. Okay. It's, it's coming real soon. But so he fights the muggers. He he pretty much kicks their ass. Uh, he gives them the wallet. You can have the wallet. You can have the necklace. And then that's when the fight starts. Kicks their ass. All right, necklace is mine. But he lets them keep the wallet. That's my note. <laughs> Why would you let him keep the wallet? I'm sure that his address is somewhere in yes. there. What if they want revenge? Right. I'm sure he could fuck them up, but what if they bring like their whole crew? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that, that's, that's what happens. He should be taking their wallets. Right. But yeah. I, I'm assuming there's an honor code in the dojo where you can't do things like that. Yeah. You, you don't, can't steal. How important is the dojo in, in society in Japan or Thailand or whatever? Because uh, I know we're jumping a little ahead, but... Something bad happens that would disgrace that dojo in Thailand. Yeah, is the dojo seen as like a an important piece the, of the of the society? Is it like a church or something? Well, it basically is not like form of a community, but it's um in a, in a sense a form of honor. You don't you the place is a form of learning. It's a, basically the highest it's a school. Yeah, it's it'd a be school. like a college. Yeah, okay. but it, it is. And how would you treat a college? Basically, same idea. Uh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Just wondering. Okay. Back to this. <laughs> yep. The wife is pregnant, and she's like, oh, can you go get me chocolate and seaweed? So he goes to the store. He's like, oh, don't have my wallet. So as soon as he leaves, you see in the refle- in the shadow a chain with the with – the, with the, how the fuck would you explain it? It's like a fishing weight. It's Kill Bill. It's that, it's, that uh, gore, uh, it's that little Asian girl. It's her weapon. Momo. The ball, the ball with the chain. Yeah, Momo. Except the chain has barbed wire on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see that drop, and she's like, hmm? that, that, that's what it, that, that, that was the first time I noticed the camera angles were being shitty. Because, like, she turns, like, vroom, it zooms in on her face. Next scene, she's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's like, wait. You, you, so you do this suspenseful shot, and then instantly take it away, which is like, oh, okay. I'm going to go back to reading. Mm-hmm. So what, what was the suspense building for? What was that camera angle? <laughs> Zooming in for no reason. You okay? What was, what was the bad guy's plan if Casey never left to get chocolate? Was he just going to stay out there all night? Like, man, I need this guy to leave at some point. Yeah. See, this. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, is even if Casey did not go out to get chocolate, what if he was just asleep? He would have taken advantage oh, then too. I know. I know. See, uh, uh, it gets expl- <laughs> it gets explained later on in the movie why these things are happening. Mm-hmm. But up to this point, I'm thinking, 
these the, the the guys that mugged him have punk, his wallet. The punk rock kids. They all right. We're gonna get revenge. Uh-huh. We're gonna sick my boss on him, <laughs> kill him. Oops, killed the wife on accident. I'm a bad ninja. Oh, we forgot to mention the punk rock kids had a knife that had a yellow symbol mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Right, that comes into play later. Yeah. Right. Anyway, you were gonna say Maestro. I'm sorry. Well, just because a punk tries to steal your wallet doesn't mean they necessarily have a crew with them. They could be just punks for the sake of being punks. Yeah, but they have his wallet. Yes. So my thought is. This is revenge for getting his ass kicked. True. This is possible. But also the fear of God has been put in them as well. And here's where I was thinking. Which is why they're in the shadow, sneaking, trying to kill him, because they can't fight him directly. Uh, uh, assuming they can do that. Right. One. And here was my train of thought. That that ninja from the 19... 19- everything kept going back to that 40s reel. <laughs> I thought to find a place for it. I thought that that ninja or a descendant was there to fuck up Casey and his wife. Okay. I don't know why. I just kept going back to that ninja. Like, that ninja has to be involved somehow in the story. Yeah. And he wasn't. Well, yeah, he was. Oh, I know, but was he? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Okay. So, anyways, so the barbed wire chain gets put around her neck. She yeah. dies uh-huh. and leaves the barbed wire marks. Yeah, which I have a problem with also because if if you're getting choked out, that that thing gets wrapped around your neck and then he's pulling it to get tight. So the the the, the barbed wire leaves indentations. Yes, exactly where they were. Yeah. If that was like a real killing by the barbed wire thing. It would, the whole neck would be ripped open. Ripped open. It wouldn't okay. be in one spot and stay there because when you start applying pressure, that barbed wire moves a little bit. It's it's it's, it's not going to be a perfect mark, at least. It is a perfect mark if you wrap around twice. Okay, but it's only wrapped around once. There's only one mark. No, no, no. I mean, like the basically, there's one wrap that's around the whole neck, and then it's not squeezed to the point where it, there's movement because it just digs into the skin and leaves it right there. The rest of the tightening is at the at the point where the two the two points of the chain uh, pull it, away. It, 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 and I I'll give it some leeway, but it cannot be that perfect. The marks can't be that perfect. It's got to be a little bit of a scratch. It's, it's like oh yeah, it's like yeah. an exact imprint of it. Yeah, like that. I agree. So uh, there's uh, I'm getting taken out of the movie left uh, from the beginning. I'm already being pulled out of like this is nope 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 can't happen. Right what why right here when the wife is dead and he the look on his face I'm like I'm in. Yeah, just like yeah. how I was oh, yeah? in John Wick. This is the exact moment, Adam, where I'm like, I'm in. Wow. I'm, re- I'm ready for this. Let's see what this guy can do. I couldn't just from that fight scene from the punk rock kid. I'm like, this movie's gonna be full of badass fight scenes. Okay. See, I, I was just, I was just I was too turned off by by the bad acting, the bad camera angles, and I was I I just I'm already like. And this is the reason care. why you can't enjoy movies. You I don't enjoy- watch movies for the sake of being movies. You just watch them because you. F- you watch them as if you were making the King movie yourself. I'm trying to watch films, I guess, is what it comes down to. This was not a film. <laughs> <laughs> Maestro's hands are Because, because hands. the notes that I have, even before wife gets her throat cut, is bad acting. There must be a missing scene here somewhere. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm already pulled out. I'm, so I, I, I cannot be invested in this because, oh, when he, when, he's, when he goes to the store, like, oh, I forgot my wallet. No, it turns out I let those assholes have it. That's why he couldn't buy whatever he wanted to buy for the wife. And that scene even was like, it was, it was just bad acting. He's like, oh, Pat, his legs. Oh, you know what? My wallet's gone. Like, yeah, we get it. It's like, it's like pantomiming. If your wallet was missing, what would you do? I would do, I would pat my front, my back. Oh, no wallet. Sorry. And then I got to leave. Apologies. He didn't say anything, did he? Yeah. He said, sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry. That's it. Yeah. But, but he was, the way he was acting, his, his emotions like, oh, no, my wallet's gone. Patting himself. Like, ah. Oh. Okay. It just was like this is it's overacting. It's, it's, it's just, and I was just like I was, the, it, the acting's so bad. It just it pulled me out of it. 
I don't, I don't want an Oscar performance out of them. I, I, they're not going to win any Emmys for damn sure. But <laughs> I need to be able to at least believe it a little bit. Pull me into the movie. This is I, I was never pulled into this movie. Not at all. Not even not once. Not at all. Okay, let's go on then. Uh, at, at her <laughs> funeral, his friend from Thailand, who runs a Thailand dojo out yeah. there, who I was thinking he was maybe in the first one. Maybe this was his sidekick from the first movie. I'm thinking maybe this is his Jackie Chan, his own Wilson. <laughs> nope. I, d- I d- yeah. had no clue. He comes down. He goes, hey, bro, sorry she was killed. Why don't you come down to Thailand? Join my dojo now. Right. Get away from everything. He's like, no, I can't. I got to find these guys. Then we're in Thailand where fucking we're introduced to Goro, Goro-san, uh-huh. who's the fucking Gustavo Fring of this whole goddamn island. Like, he controls all the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and he kills a subordinate for a, a fucking drug shipment that was light from two years ago. Took him. No, is that right? Was yeah. Two years he ago? goes, two years ago, you were involved with the ship. And it came in light. And he goes, oh, that was so long ago. And then, bam, fucking takes him out. And even, I couldn't believe this guy either. I couldn't buy, okay. I, couldn't, I could not buy him as a kingpin. It was just, he, he, he didn't, I mean, he, he had like a scowl about him. Like, all right, yeah, he's angry. But mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't buy him as a kingpin. Yeah. And so again, just pulled out of it. Like, this, there's no way this guy runs an empire. I, I could, I could tell by the camera angles and the, and the way his face is, they're trying to make him look like a real badass. But I, I'm not buying it. Well, in um, a lot of cult, like in Japan culture, like having that kind of like attitude, that look, usually is from a kingpin. So even though you may not seem like the pretty much like a Puchami or anything like that, it's uh, <laughs> definitely that's usually what you would see as some person of, of immense power from the the shadows. Fine. It just the, the way that I took it was they're trying to relay to me that he's a badass, and that's not what I'm receiving. Well, I, I, I could see them trying to set it up that way, and I, I just I couldn't I couldn't buy it. Okay, so basically, the person that's directing is what you're upset with, and the storyline is okay still. <laughs> the storyline is it it's fine. The the thinking about it, the, the way the story the, the storyline itself, the, the the plot, the everything else. That could be a good a good plot device. It could yeah. be a good movie, mm-hmm. but just the way that it was put so, together was so, just so atrocious. What my saying is, yes, that may be the case. But if you take the director's point of view out, and let's say you wanted to make you wanted to watch the movie without the director's like crap to put into it, you can't not see it. Yes, you can. <laughs> Goro pulls out the the same weapon that you saw in the shadow outside of Casey's wife's yep. bedroom. So you're thinking, oh, did he kill Casey's wife? And right. then here's what was my mindset. Maybe this guy is that ninja from <laughs> 1940. Or maybe it's like the shadow, like he's the descendant of that guy, and this is the weapon that right. he used to kill all the GIs. Okay. Because at this point, I'm still like, who the fuck was that ninja <laughs> from that movie reel? Mm-hmm. I keep trying to place it. Yeah. <laughs> until I find it. Anyway, uh, Casey goes and he starts investigating. And he goes to a, uh, a like a mini dojo training facility. Yes. Well, for, first he asked the guy that is a friend of his who does a triple kick because because the, the, during the mugging scene somebody triple kicked him, mm-hmm. which I guess is a signature for oh, yeah, a certain dojo. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's how he finds out where this dojo this is. This dojo. Yeah. And then, he fucks up all these yeah. guys. And he walks in and he's like, "All right, which some questions? Didn't you see the, like the other Caucasian? Uh, oh yeah, there's there. another big white okay. guy. Yeah, I, saw, I, I yeah. didn't notice that." At that point, I was, I was kind of starting like, all right, maybe I'll buy into this whole white thing. Fine. If, if he's, it's not the only one, mm-hmm. then it's not as off-putting. So like, all right, fine. There's more than one white dude in Japan. Would you say that? Whatever. Would you say that the moves he does, like if Batman was real, these are the kind of moves he would do, like quick strikes, just boom, just yes. like, 
Okay. Because Batman, his whole thing was he traveled the world and he learned every fighting style in the world. Mm-hmm. Like he went with the fucking Wildcat and he taught him boxing and he went with it. Lady Shiva taught him how to do fucking Kung Fu and all this shit. So like. It wasn't Roger Gould taught him everything? No. That wasn't that was in, in, in the comic book canon. Okay. That's what happened. Okay. <laughs> so if Batman were real, Maestro, what would be his primary, based on what you've seen for movies and comics mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. cartoons, what is his primary fighting style? Would you say based upon the movies and it, just everything you know of Batman, like like the way he moves like a ninja and the way he fights, like mm-hmm. what would you say is his primary fighting style? I would say a lot of it revolves around uh, boxing, okay, and uh, a form of uh, karate, okay. So like karate boxing would be his, pri- and th- this is his style, right, Casey? It's like similar. I, I don't or think so. Actually. Does he have a style? What, what, what's the fighting style where you use their momentum against them? Judo. Judo. That, that's, Hakido? I don't know. What, 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 I don't know. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> the, the, the way I perceive Batman is that his, his, his form of style is a lot based on its reactionary fighting. Uh huh. Not, not, he's not being on the offensive. He's, he, he's having a good offense by doing an amazing defense. That's, that's the way I view Batman. Like when Bane is chasing you through a room and you got to do the press X to flip. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's from the game. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, he, he beats up everybody in the dojo, mm-hmm. kicks their asses, um, finally gets his answers, finds the muggers that, that stole his wallet to, I guess now maybe he wants his wallet back. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes, he, he finds them in a, like an alley somewhere uh-huh. and he pretty much kicks their ass too. But and, not before. And he chops one guy's yeah, hand. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, holy shit. Yes. Th- that, th- that was kind of like, a, all right, here we go. Yeah. That, th- that's the kind of revenge type of stuff that I'm into. Yep. But it, it, that, like again, the fight scenes amazing. I mm-hmm. loved all the fight scenes, mm-hmm. with the exception of the last one. <laughs> but so so you get you get the revenge thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to get a little like, all right, cool, cool, cool. We're we're, we're going. Basically, it shows how he was being nice to them pretty much the first time around. The second time, he's just everything's let loose. Let's just do this because right. he assumes they killed that they are the ones who exactly killed his wife. Just, just like I did. Like I think you were led to believe mm-hmm. through the, the movie, which. Happens. Casey goes to Thailand yeah. with his buddy, and uh, he he purged himself. At least he thinks he thinks he right. finally got the guy who killed his wife. Yeah, and he's introduced to these two kids. Kids are like nineteen. He met them when they were kids at another dojo. Yeah, another, another whitish guy. Yeah, not non Asian descent. I, yeah. don't, I don't know what he is, but he's not Asian. Half descent. black. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, so they start sparring, and I have a question for you, Maestro. Yeah. When you're sparring with someone, are you supposed to go full contact? Because these guys are going full fucking contact. When I think of sparring, I think of boxing. Like the 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 spar the like Floyd Mayweather, his yeah. sparring partner. The partner has headgear on because you don't want to fuck up your <laughs> you don't want to fuck yeah, up yeah. your sparring guy too much. Yeah. But in here, they're going full fucking force. Bam, 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 bam. Are you supposed to go full force in a sparring and? In it really depends on the school. Or any, okay. Well, because I mean, they're going they're going full force until they get to like the the finishing move, and then they they stop. Like, all right, this would have been the kill move. Mm-hmm. All right, next round. So, okay, the, it's just because their strikes are so boom, boom, boom. Right. I feel like that's going all out when you're sparring with someone. Like, I, oh, okay. like that's just not because like because I, I know I see, I fighting through boxing, mm-hmm. and I see Floyd Mayweather like he doesn't hit the guy too hard. He's just using him as like. A way to move, like for mm-hmm. defensive purposes. Right. Well, so the, what's the purpose of what Mayweather's do when he's training? It's it's fighting. It's um muscle memory. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah muscle memory. So he can get in the rhythm of fighting because 
you can you, you can only hit a bag for so much. You now need a an, a person who can move. Right. Yeah. So, improvisation. But you don't fucking go all out on the on the sparring I partner. Know. See, I, that that out of all the things that pulled me out of the movie so far, that had no effect on me. <laughs> okay. well, I'm not saying that pulled me out. I'm just wondering, like, okay. in that style, like, are you in, supposed to go all out in in martial arts when you go there, do it long enough? Uh huh. You, you when when you're looking from the outside, it may look like they're going full force, but they're not. Okay. Mm. Okay. Just wondering. I, I know many times when I was sparring in my class, people were actually pretty scared to actually come into the class because of what they saw. Mm. That's why I don't spar with you. You <laughs> terrify me. <laughs> he winds up fucking up this kid because he he hit Casey. Yeah, the kid actually, rough a little two times. Ac- mm-hmm. He accidentally hits him. He's like, "Oh, sorry!" Like right away, he's like, "Oh, fuck that!" Uh-huh. He just, yeah, he's he's a loose cannon at this point. He yeah. has no re- has no real uh, grounding right now. Yeah, he already killed a guy. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, you you watch Arrow, Maestro? Yeah, you don't watch Arrow? No. Uh, oh, this might be a spoiler. I don't care. Oh, what's the name of the show again? Spoilers. Right. Okay, so uh, in, in the more recent episodes, uh, somebody... Okay, without spoiling too much, somebody gets brought back from the dead, or somebody uses the Lazarus Pit mm-hmm. to kind of rejuvenate them. Red Hood. I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, but that creates a bloodlust inside of them, where now they have to kill. They, they have this oh. lust where they just... They, they need to kill somebody in order to like get that monkey off their back for a second. That's kind of, I think, what happened here. He got, he got a taste for blood. Now it's in his system where it's like that's... Now taking over a little bit, where now he he's got a. That's why he gets hit by the guy, and he just goes like, "Oh no!" And he, and he, he goes, he like he's beating him up with a stick, and it's like this is like way aggressive, right? Way well, too aggressive. Have you have you seen that? Has somebody had flipped out like that in, in in any sparring that you've been a part of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they had to be pulled off, and like, hey, relax, you're in a safe place, type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That freaked me out. Again, why I will mm-hmm. not spar with you. <laughs> Case, mm-hmm. Casey's buddy, mm-hmm. um, he he said that he brought great disgrace upon his dojo. Yeah, because Casey went too too no extreme. So he tells him you have to walk the the fire walk. Oh, by the way, hold on, hold yeah. on. Huge, huge thing, huge thing. During that during that sparring scene, when he loses his mind and he starts like really going after the kid, he has like a vision. Like it's like a fl- it's like kind of like a flashback. It's a flashback for us because mm-hmm. we see the killer killing his wife. Did he see that? He stole my bit, dude. <laughs> Is it that you stole my bit? Where that was my big problem. Oh, it was during the firewalk. <laughs> it was during the firewalk scene. Oh, he, that's when it was. He Sorry. flashes back to the night that his wife was murdered. And he's he sees the exact same camera shot that we saw, okay, but he wasn't there to witness that. Right? How could he flash? That's my big problem. Mm-hmm. He flashed back to a scene that he was not involved in. Right? That'd be like me flashing back to you at work today. Right? I exactly. wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. But I flashed to it. Whatever. That's it's semantics for me. That's right. I don't care at this point. I'm in. I, I'm I still feel, in. Yeah. I yeah. Feel, I feel like the reason why they used that mo- that that shot. Was not because of what he saw or not didn't see, but just so the what what he was thinking telegraphed into what we already seen. It's not necessarily portrayed as what he actually envisioned. More along the lines of what he was thinking was happening. Oh, okay, yeah. so the imagination filling the pieces. Yes. Yeah, it's just don't show the exact just, same angle. Just, yeah, the, the exact same. This shot. is true, but I that, that I also might be a little bit jarring for the audience, considering that it's a different. It's is there another third person in there? Could it be other? It, it can be jarring if you use it that way. It, it should have just been a flash to her on the floor, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, that would probably be the better of choice, but, but I think I, they chose that instead. Right. Yeah. So the director is real bad. 
I'm just I gotta go. I'm gonna keep going back to that. Well, you do. Well, this was stolen. Remember the same guys, right? <laughs> no, it's the company that made stolen. Yeah, the company that produced it. Okay, that's not necessarily the company same that director. thought. Hey, here's a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get a weird cabbie. By the way, coming up soon. Okay. <laughs> so Casey goes to a bar where he gets drunk, and uh, this guy bumps into him, and Casey wants to fight him, and they start fighting. And well, see, th- this was kind of cool at the beginning. It was yeah. kind of cool. He fucks up a room full of people. Well, because he's sitting at the bar, and the guy's like, uh, he bumps him. He's like, "Oh, sorry, you spilled beer yourself. You're an idiot." Yeah. He's like, "You, you bumped into me, spilled the beer," and and uh, he says he says something like, "You've had too much," or I don't know. The guy gets pissed off and takes a swing at him, and he doesn't even move. He's just sitting at the bar, just like, boom. He, like, dodges it while still sitting there drinking his beer, like, oh, that's awesome. Here's about to be a really good scene. And then he just goes, yeah, then it goes crazy. A room full of guys fuck him up. And, Maestro, have you ever seen a movie called Jack Reacher? Yeah. The movie with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Do you remember the the fight scene outside? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where he tells him, uh... There's, there's, I'm only fighting three of you. And the guy's like, how do you figure there's five of us? And he goes, well, first I take out the leader, which is you. Then there's usually one or two wild guys who think they can prove, you know, that they can fight me. And then the other two just run away. Yeah. Two always run. <laughs> two always run. <laughs> no one ran in this fucking whole movie. He's yeah. fighting room full of people. And I'm waiting for that Jack Reacher moment. They're just like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Adam brought up a good point off air. He said, well, cause they're all ninjas. Not the guys in the bar. Yeah, not the guys in the bar. They're all no. fat fucks who are trying yeah. to take this guy out. Then again, they're all drunk and probably full of testosterone. Just That's like, true. Yeah. I just thought, I just, I, when I, every scene where he's fighting groups of guys, mm-hmm. I just think of that Jack Reacher scene. Oh, I see. Where he's waiting for two guys to roll up. I remember in Jack Reacher, yeah. he has the guy by the foot and he socks him and those guys still want to go to him. He goes, really? <laughs> Bam! And he gets him in the ribs and they're like, oh! I like that movie. I really <laughs> yeah. like that movie. People hated that movie. Dude. Why? People, people are dumb. People are dumb. Jack, it, Tom Cruise, pe- people do not give Tom Cruise enough credit. Dude. No, they do not. Tom Cruise, if you want to compare Tom Cruise to like an athlete, he's like a sick, he's like a pro athlete. Like he trains Absolutely. like an athlete would train yeah. to act. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's underrated. Yeah, even in motorcycle stunts, same thing. Yeah. yeah. He learned how to fly a plane for Top Gun. Not a fucking jet, but he learned how to fly, yeah, yeah. fly a basic plane. He learned how to be a bartender for cocktail. Mm-hmm. See, that's the guy that takes his craft seriously. Exactly. It was, it, there's, there's not enough of that. He's a especially, fucking, in, especially in this movie. He's a weirdo with the Scientology bullshit, whatever. But I'm saying his craft, right. what he does on screen, is amazing. Yeah. you cannot, That's undisputable. Yeah. Hate him for his personal life or whatever, fine. But if you're going to go see a movie with him in it, prepare to enjoy yourself. Yep. Or get the fuck out of the theater. <laughs> yep. Back to this. This is brought okay. to you by Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> Casey goes back to his room and he's he dreams that the kid he sparred with gets choked out by the same weapon and mm-hmm. then it came true. I don't know. I, I, yeah, again. <laughs> what, he's got a third eye over here. Sure. That kid is choked out so he's like, oh no, my wife's murder is still out there. Yeah. I have to go. So he goes, I forgot, why does he go to Burma where... where uh, again, by the way, the... the Barbed wire oh, yeah, marks. Same thing, yeah. Perfect. Barbed wire marks. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect barbed wire and a perfect chain. It's like, okay, again, I'm not going to make the same point again, but it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Do you remember why he goes to Burma? What led him there? Where Goro He lives. tells the story. He he talks to, he talks to the, the sensei, the sen- senpai, right? Yeah. Does that mean like supermaster? No, it just means older brother, basically. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, basically, thought... older colleague. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they, they <laughs> there's a... There's, Part of the office where Dwight first he calls his, his senpai or something, and I thought it meant like dojo master leader oh, okay. person. Whatever sensei the sensei is is a basically a teacher. Okay, and senpai is just older older colleague. It's like usted versus yeah. You. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Just like well, in Japan, like the 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 words they use to talk to certain people for certain things, like younger women is to, you say chan at the end. For younger boys, you say kun at the end. For uh, for like different like older brother, older sister. There's different names, different everything. Okay, uh, uh, do does that mean something? Yeah, the way. Oh, because there's a Doctor episode where there's this uh, there's this chick. She has to say chan and do before and after every sentence mm. she says. This is the first time she, she says she says tall, dull with a, like dull with a t though, not with a d. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Doctor Who. Th. Doctor Who. <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, she's she she has two roles in, the, in Doctor Who. She's that one chick, this is like alien chick, and also later on she becomes the girl, the the the, the sorcerer, the, the fortune teller that sees the the, the yeah, thing on Donna's they, back. That's that's how it always. Is, yeah, no, I just I, they I, always I, reuse. I, I was watching again. I noticed. I'm like, wow, oh, I'm excited with myself. Oh, another note I had about this scene. This is a camp full of ninjas, right? No, trainees. No? Trainees. Yeah. All right, but still pretty pretty okay dudes at least. How does one guy sneak on the camp to kill somebody else and get away without anybody noticing? Well, we find out later why, yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, I get your logic. Yeah, we do. But at the time, I'm like, what kind of what kind of camp is this? What kind of dojo? Especially if we were led to believe that Goro, the old man, is the killer. Right. Nobody's going to notice that? You just, you just walk onto the camp or the dojo grounds or whatever, kill a guy and disappear. And like, okay. You need to vanish? What? Well, that's exactly. what they do, dude. <laughs> that's what they do. Well, I mean, like, ninjas are known for their espionage in, like, secretive ways. I mean, that makes sense. Right. So, anyway, so he, he, he talks to the senpai now, the uh, the guy, and he gets the backstory about, about Goro and where he comes from and why mm-hmm. he's trying to kill people and For whatnot. some reason, with the traditional 70s or 80s haircut, that was surprising, too. The, the senpai guy? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't like his, his beard, his goatee thing. I didn't, it wasn't connected in ways. It was no. kind of thin on some sides. Yeah. It was like, all right, what? The shape of face, then. Yeah. Or get better fake makeup, or uh, probably the director's idea. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so he goes to Goro's. Go. Uh, he goes to Burma. Burma. His hood, and he cab cabbie. Take it away, Adam. Yeah, another man. Another cabbie in a Millennium film. <laughs> this, this this was the comic relief of the of the movie, where he, he's he's a. Uh, it's is Indian? Is, yeah. that, is that what it is? Or Burma's Pakistani? Something like that. He's, he's got the he's got the thick accent, and he's all like, "Oh yes, boss, yes, sir, boss, and whatever." He's 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 being funny. Is is what he's being, mm-hmm. which is which is fine. I don't mind it. It's 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 cartoony to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's like one of those easy laugh type of stuff. But it, it's it's fine. It's good enough for the for what mm-hmm. <laughs> for what I'm getting so far in the movie. So uh, he ha- he has the guy stop at a market, and then he goes all MacGyver in, in the in the market. Oh yeah. <laughs> he buys a fish. He buys. Different Doll. wooden things, yeah. He buys just a bunch of random things that he turns into weapons, right? In his ho- in his quote unquote hotel, right? It's, it's like a hostel, yeah. It, it, it looks like it's it's just missing like bars on the door for me, like an insane asylum. Yeah. Well, this is the thing about it, though, in like a lot of countries, they don't actually have the same like level or level of uh, convenience that we have in America. A lot of what you see in those countries really is the way it is. Okay. When I went, when I was uh, traveling, I went to Indonesia. It had the same kind of a feel at some places. Is that right? Yeah. All right. So he he asked the cab guy about about Goro, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know. It sounds like a made up name. I don't know what we're talking oh, about." Oh, I don't. I know. I don't know Gustavo Fring. Right. <laughs> he owns the chicken restaurant. <laughs> 
So is this he, the sting operation? Yeah, this is a, this is sting. <laughs> he has to smoke. He's in training day now. Smoke, smoke this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he goes to the bar, uh, some sort of like, uh, uh, oh no, I just blacked out. Most really? mm-hmm. goes. To, he goes to Most Eisley to try to find, uh, some drug person to get more information. Uh-huh. So he goes, he goes to the back and he's like, all right, try this. Like, ah, oh, I don't, I don't do it. Are you a cop? What the fuck? What? It would be the worst undercover cop on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> There's a super white dude in, in Burma. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he has the drugs and, um, he instantly starts like phasing out. It's like the, the camera blurry again. Mm-hmm. Stylistic shooting, great, fantastic. <laughs> I understand that you learned this yesterday in your class. <laughs> and, and again, same with acting school. Hey, you know how to act like your drug, your drug. Yeah, okay, act that way for just just five minutes. <laughs> and then he asks, oh, "So you know Goro?" Oh, <laughs> wrong word. All right, uh, fuck you. <laughs> Some guys show up and they start fighting. Instantly, his drugs wore off. Muscle memory. No, but like it's not even his face. He's like he's he's in full fight mode. He he was like he couldn't even say a word a second ago. Now mm-hmm. whoop, fighting, kill everybody. Yeah. As soon as as soon as everybody's down, ah, mm-hmm. oh, I have drugs again. Again, see- no uh-huh. Jack Reacher moment. There's five guys fighting him. All five try to take him down. A lot of uh, a lot of times, if you look into uh, different fight scenes from real life outside of the country, they don't really run. Usually, they don't especially especially if they're angry, they don't really run. Well, also if these guys are like enforcers for the drug thing. They're they're not they're the kinds of people that are put there to fight. I know. Okay, <laughs> just thinking of Jack Reacher. I know. I like that movie too. And th- th- there was a there was a scene in this fight that was a little upsetting to me. He 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 finally uses those uh. MacGyver yeah, yeah, things yeah, that he yeah. does. Which what, what are they supposed to do? They're poison tips, right? But it doesn't seem to affect anybody. He like Did he, he nails two guys with a, with a with a little darts. One guy goes down, and I, I can see him. I, I you can see him waiting for his turn to get up. Like uh-huh. when, when's my cue to get up and fight this guy now? <laughs> Wait for him to uh, punch that guy out. Punch that guy out. All right, now I'll get up. Mm-hmm. You can see, you see him on camera, just kind of like laying there, almost like in like a, a semi up position, like his head's up, like waiting. And then he gets up and then he starts fighting, but the, the, you never see the effect of whatever drug tip thing that he, he hit him with. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that it's not necessarily. Um, I'm not sure. Did he tip it? I thought he tipped it. Yeah. It, even if that be the case, it just means that um, there might be some paralysis eventually. But with adrenaline running through people's system, it may not. It may. They may be not the issue. It might actually take effect later. But the initial. But they don't show it taking effect. So what? Why even put that in the movie? I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, I do know. Uh, because they're trying to make a traditional ninja movie, and there's poison usually involved. Okay, that makes sense. I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. I I still think they should show it having an effect. Yeah, but then, like you said, with the acting, is that going to be really happening? <laughs> well played, sir. <clears throat> so, but, but the the thing we were t- guys were talking about with like the acting when they were like drugged and stuff like that. I would probably say the most dangerous you'd ever seen a martial artist is when they're drunk. Okay. That's when they're the most dangerous. Oh, yeah. I saw that Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. Or not, that, that scene. Not even that. I mean, like, <laughs> just, just honestly, they, there's no, when they're drunk, they have, like, all their muscle memory does everything for them. They just go. Mm. And uh, what happens is when they actually get into the point where they're going to, they usually focus and, and control themselves to not kill people. That's where what, what disappears. So basically, anything that you see a person do when they're drunk, 
fighting, that's as far as they can probably go at that point. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's what you were talking about, Hollywood, as far as the, the training. The, it, it becomes muscle memory, so you, they, you don't have to think about it. It just mm-hmm. happens. It takes over your body. Mm-hmm. That's why you punch a bag 5,000 times. It's not because you're getting stronger. It's because you're training your arm just to do that punching motion or not mm-hmm. like, naturally. Mm-hmm. So at this point, what? He goes back to the room and the military yeah. busts in. With the n- nifty hats, too. That was fun. <laughs> I didn't notice the hats. Yeah. You noticed the hats? No. Oh, right. It takes the whole military to bring this guy down because he fucks up military guys, but then he winds up getting caught. Yeah. And they torture him. They get a hot old school iron, like old school. Yeah. And they heat it up and they burn his calf. And right. I guess that's why we we had to see the firewalk scene because he can take, like he can he can shut his mind down from mm-hmm. pain. That's why he's able to take the, the heat oh. from the iron. Okay. I didn't make that connection. Oh, yeah. Okay. But again, though, in this scene, the, the the mark of the iron was too perfect. The the, the way he applies it to his calf, uh-huh. and you see him moving and shaking, and whatnot. Oh, it should have been several. And then it pulls marks. away as the exact outline of the iron, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, th- so this was this was this was fake. So that means they have the same makeup artist. Right. <laughs> Semantics, Adam. Yes. Semantics. But I'm already I'm already in full dissect mode at this point. I just I, I I'm I'm so pulled out of the movie now. I'm just making notes about it. this is all bullshit. <laughs> it's fine. Still enjoying the fight scenes though. Still enjoying the fight scenes. Okay. He so, winds up escaping from jail because yeah. the, the, the they throw him in the jail cell and the guard turns and he's like huh and he's gone. Yeah. And he drops down. He fucks him up and then he steals his uniform. Good mm. thing to have a uniform my size. I'm a big white guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't think about that. Well, don't forget also, a lot of people might be Tom Cruise's height too. <laughs> yeah, but he's not Tom Cruise's height. This guy's a do you know? Gargantuan. Do you know this? Yeah. All right. He towers over everybody. Well, a lot of times what they do is they make the shot to the point uh, like you know how most of the shots when he fights are low, low going up. Okay. That's to make him look bigger when actually he's around the same height. Oh, uh, low angle that. shot. Yes, low okay. angle shots. Mm-hmm. Either way, he he gets out. You learned that in class, Adam. No, yeah, what the acting class he went to. No. Uh, so <laughs> he he gets out and he sees a cab driver. Uh, another another thing that was just totally completely glossed over. Now is it is it are we supposed to believe that the cab driver sold him out? Yeah, we are because he tells him, uh, "I'm sorry, boss. You know what am I supposed to do? I have to make a living too out here." And he goes, "Fine, I forgive you." So he tells him, "I forgive you." Okay. What the? What's, your, what's your problem? That's, 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 that seems like a horrible move. This guy just sold me out. All right, I need your help again. What? Well, he's just, the only person he could really like. Well, let's think about it this way. He's in the spot where he can't trust anybody, right? Right. What better way to um to scare the living bejesus out of somebody and make them do what you're bidding with, through fear than just try to get a new person altogether that doesn't know you? No, that's fine. I I, I that's I I agree with that. But he then gets to the wood. He, the cow driver should have then announced to somebody else, "Hey, I dropped him off here. I want some more money now." Uh, he's coming for you. Mm-hmm. FYI, well, this is also considering the fact that he went dropped him off at the in the center of a police station, right? No, he, he gets picked up there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's he. You see him literally get out of a police station mm-hmm. after being after beating the crap out of the entire SWAT team, right? You're no matter what you send at him, he's coming out alive and he's coming after you next. Yeah, no, I'm just saying the cab driver should have told somebody, uh, that guy that I I sold to you. He's doing something else now. I want some more money. Yeah, I want some more money, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to live through it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Eh. 
I feel like the cab driver's not that smart. But it doesn't matter. Moving on. Yep. All right. He goes, now he's going to go to Goro's complex. And yeah. he has to travel through the jungle. Because now the, the guy that, that shows him the way is the same cabbie that was trying to hide it from in the beginning. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Plus, he's, he's got that map from the senpai. Yeah, that mm-hmm. shows him where the uh, weapons cache is. Yes. And whatnot. The weapons cache was basically from an old uh, ninja. Uh, what's it called? Not the weapons cache. Ninja weapons cache. It was just from a. It was. It was from the back when the war. Yeah. No, not, not like a, which is the black and white ninja, right? <laughs> from the newsreel. Yeah. Oh, yes. There it is. That ties in, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Bam. All right. So there it is. You're so answering. when he digs up, the, who's the picture of the the wife and daughter? Wh- whoever that soldier is. So that's not his wife's mom or anything, no. right? No. Okay. I, I was confused. I was like, who the f-? like? Yeah. How did? I, I think in his mind it was like is a way for him to connect and be like, I will avenge you too, my brother. Oh, okay. I, I thought you. it was a way of seeing that like he is been the embodiment of that old ninja okay. because of basically he's in the same position as a ninja was. So he stole his powers. Well, it's close at least. <laughs> yeah, it's close. So he gears up, and uh, he finally—what are we? An hour, five minutes in, he finally gets the ninja outfit on. Yeah, in man. A movie called Ninja. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In part one, did he suit up like this? Yeah, but okay. not not no much w- sooner, much worser. Oh, well, because this is supposed to be like a, a legitimate word, right? ninja outfit, right? Yeah, the one, the ninja one outfit was ridiculous. Okay, this this looks legitimate. This this from from this point forward. Up until he like abandons his ninja ways and uses grenades. Oh, I have that as a note too. <laughs> his whole that from that point forward, I just I, I'm thinking uh, is, is it Tenchu? Yes. Yeah. It was it like that, that a game where you have to like you climb up on the walls and you're sneaking around and doing stuff like that? That I, I never played, but I saw you and I think Jester play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I was like, that's it looked like a really awesome game. Mm-hmm. As far as ninja goes, that's like a wet dream of like, yeah, it's awesomeness. Like, oh, that was such a good If game. you want to, I have a copy of the game for 360. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, Excelsior. <laughs> First, I got to beat Skyrim, then Fallout 4, and then <laughs> Bioshock. So give me about seven years, and then I'll get to that. And then, I'll give you three. Okay. <laughs> and then win the Super Bowl in Madden. All right. <laughs> and he kills a black mamba. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck that snake was. Like, he just straight oh, yeah. decapitates it. Uh, I'm not sh- another stylistic type uh, of shooting scene. Yeah. I'm not really sure with the Black Mamba's indigenous towards Burma. No, I, I just called it that. I know, uh, but I do know there are it's a lot Kobe of... O'Brien. Kobe O'Brien. <laughs> Kobe O'Brien? <laughs> Good old Kobe O'Brien from yeah. Scotland. <laughs> the string dance. He goes to the complex, and yes, I put that as a note, Adam. He's blown shit up, which is not very ninja-like. No. Actually, it is. What? It is? Yes. Um, ninjas were mainly used for arson, for uh, espionage, and for assassination. Arson, specifically. Uh, oh, I'll buy it. Okay. Yeah, well, there, there's, there's a quest in um, the Brotherhood in Skyrim where you have to burn down the stuff. The bees. Well, it's, it's <laughs> well, yeah, because the, the idea about the ninja is not necessarily the martial arts per se, but the the way of doing things. They're they're like for hire. Is that is that true? Yes. Okay. Cool. He fights the uh, Goro's right hand man, which is actually a really good fight. That was a good fight. It was better than the Goro Casey fight. Oh yeah, for sure. Way better. Yeah. Fucks this guy up. He goes to see Goro. Goro's got his what's it called? Chain whip. What is it? no? What is you? What is the name of the weapon? Whip chain. No, you had a name. Start with an M. Mudu. No, that was the girl. Momo. I thought that was the name of the fucking Momo. Momo was the name of the girl in Kill Bill. Oh, the the name of the girl in the Kill Bill was Momo. 
Okay, her the, weapon. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, b- b- before uh, I have a note about the okay. fight scene with the the second in command guy. Uh-huh. This fight scene was real heavy in the uh, breaking of ligament sound effects. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are, several fights had broken sounding bones and nothing happened. N- no, nobody ever broke anything, but you sure as hell sounded like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Things were snapping out of place. There was like compound fractures, but nothing to be seen as far as effect on anybody. Well, it's. It- yeah, I mean, this is also a director's choice here. I mean... Yes, again, the director. I really feel like this movie could have a really good chance to be a good movie if the director was different. I, I agree. I completely agree. Because like I was saying, the story, I, I think it's a good story. It was just executed. Yeah. Wow. Good, good story, good fighting scenes. Yep. The only difference is the person that's behind the camera doesn't know what he's doing. And that's the most important part of in telling the story. And that's the reason why it's not really a really big movie. Yes, I agree. And that's the reason why I like this movie. <laughs> because everything that I like about a movie is there. Right. So now, now the, the, the girl fights him. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he, he's able to get the thing wrapped around his neck. Right. And he's, what is it? Goro, they have their backs to each other. So Goro's pulling down on, yeah. on Casey. So yeah, his throat should be ripping. Well, he's, he's got a sword. He's, he's, he's did that oh, move where he oh, got, yeah, he's yeah. got the sword blocking the chain, so it's not yeah. fully. He's still, he's still got some marks in his neck, but it's not full contact. And do you remember when he went back to Thailand? He had the marks. Yeah, the perfect marks. Yep, Adam. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure you noticed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so after all of this, Gordo goes down in like two minutes. Uh huh. Which is like, all right. Again, you're, you're trying to sell me that this is like a badass guy that does all this crazy stuff, and then yeah. he's knocked out really easy. So I, I, it's, he's not he's not a good not a good villain. Well, at this point in time, yeah, because the movie is supposedly supposed to end at this point. Yes. Yeah, but as, as you can see, the reason why they show him dying so quickly is because the movie hasn't ended yet. By the way, also this if if this guy is the Gustavo Fring of of this world, mm-hmm. he's got real shitty security. Yeah, he, he he's in and out of that camp, and he like like he, he well, there's like six guys inside a room that he destroys with grenades, uh-huh. and that's the entire security detail. <laughs> Yeah, shouldn't be like people on on outposts and on on watchtowers and whatnot. If this if this is like a, a big enough guy that everybody's scared to even mention his name, this is the Voldemort of the world, <laughs> the Vol- Volda Fring. Of, of, <laughs> <laughs> it, but he's he's got really shitty security. Is it because he's that feared? I, I can't imagine that it's, that's enough of a reason to not have security. Well, it does seem like most of his uh, f- most of his crews are actually not even there. I mean, like the, the, his name itself is so like. Scary to even mention that. Why yeah, but, but still have some security. I would. I, this I, is true. I would imagine. I agree. All right. So he goes home. Back to, to the se- Thailand. Back to Senpai with his friend Burma. No, he was in Burma. Burma's right, where Thailand. he killed Gorgo. Yeah. yeah. Now he's back in Thailand with his buddy, and his buddy gets a package delivered to him, which we saw the same package be delivered early in the movie, but uh huh, which I thought was weird. And the guy who was dropping off the package. He had the sword from the punk kid who had yeah. that yellow the same, symbol. The same symbol on the on his sword. And he asked him, "Hey, buddy, what does that mean?" And it's what, what did it mean? Like any means necessary? Like, it was something like that. Don't ask for forgiveness or something. Yeah. We're, we're not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Hashtag. So okay. hashtag. <laughs> so Casey's putting two and two together. He's like, "You, you set me up. It yeah. was you who killed my wife. Yeah, and you framed it on Goro. Yeah, you ki- you killed my wife and you killed your student. Uh huh. And." It's like, who, well, I was, who I was ready to kill. Right. <laughs> so so this is why I guess the ninja was never detected in the first place because it was, it was the leader of the whole yep. thing. But he gives up the ghost way too quickly, this guy. Like, uh-huh. It was you, right? 
It was me. Here's why I did it. <laughs> let me tell you the whole plan. Now I'm going to turn my back. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was expecting. Now I'm going to let my henchmen destroy you while I leave. <laughs> Typical villain style. That's mm-hmm. what I was expecting. I'm just glad that it didn't happen like that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Adam, did you enjoy this final fight sequence between these two? Uh, it was it was, it was was cool. Uh, I had problems with the sticks. Uh, the sticks versus sword, which uh, I feel like shouldn't be a thing. Uh, he, he holds up sticks. He blocks the sword a couple times, and then he chops it in half. Now he's got two sticks, which I feel is more is a better weapon, right? Not necessarily. No? It depends. Okay. But then he uses the same sticks that just got chopped off by that sword to block the sword again. <laughs> like, all right. So are they... Oh, it should break again? Yeah. Okay. Well, we already set up the president that this sword breaks the sticks. <laughs> I don't... I don't want to, like, bore you with a bunch of, like, real crap, but <laughs> it it's possible. Oh. All right. And the bad guy has fucking a Darth Maul sword that can become double double edge, double bladed. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. There are swords that can actually do that where they I have connect. One. Really? Yeah. Oh, I believe that. 100% I believe okay. that. Yeah. I would be surprised if you didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I didn't think those swords, like, I, did, I just don't picture that as being, like, a good weapon to use. It's, because it's, now it, you're, because one sword you got is dangerous, so now you got this, fucking two of them. This is true. This is true, but think about it this way. You, when, if you, let's say if you're spinning, mm-hmm. all right? You got one going this way, one going the other way, right? So basically, you're now, no matter one direction, no matter which direction you're going, you have a blade and that that way you're going. Yeah, yeah as long as you just keep the momentum going, I feel like it's, it's, it's probably more deadly. Yeah. Okay. But right right before this whole fight thing starts, there's another note that I have that I have a problem with. He's uh, <laughs> he's, as he's telling him like, yeah, it was me. I killed everybody, uh, or I. And the reason I did it was because only you are Could skilled enough got Goro. to kill Goro. <laughs> Nobody else in the world can do that. Now let's fight. <laughs> what? Oh. So you can't take Goro out. You need him to do it. Uh-huh. Now you're going to try to fight him? <laughs> what the? Where's the logic there? The I thought the logic behind it was get him beat up enough so he's weakened so he can take him out later. Hey, I don't, I don't or, planning on fighting him. Yeah, that's, that's another possibility. Or just poison him in his sleep. Yeah. yeah. Do like you could have done so many different things when he came back home like oh I'm tired from fighting Goro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, why don't you drink this soup that I made for you? Right. Well, yeah, cyanide. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, like yeah. anything. Yeah, I mean like I think the only reason why he actually ended up fighting him was because they the, Casey found out. I yeah. Know. I know. I know. I know. So they have this big epic fight scene. How, yeah, how, they, they start fighting a little bit then they then they, he gets knocked through the wall uh-huh. into this I'm going to say this word incorrectly. Uh Help, help me out here, Marshall. I think you might know. Uh, What's that? Dwarmire. Dwarmire. Yeah, from uh, this, this is a Skyrim reference. The, the 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 creatures that are like mechanical. Dwarmer. Dwarmer. Yeah. Yeah. That the room was all like gold plated everything, which reminded me of Skyrim. Oh, that's, okay. that's all. Dwarmer. And now they're sparring for real. Yeah. Like they're really fucking each other up during yeah. this fight. Yes. Yeah, so this was this was a good one. I, I had the same problem you did, I think, with the uh, the, the blades. Uh-huh. Like, was connect them? Well, it's not that I had a problem. I just didn't know those existed. Oh, I, I had a problem that it was like, all right, we're going to fight. I'll connect them. Ha ha. All right, that didn't work out. Let me disconnect them again. Go back <laughs> to my normal fighting style. I was like, that seems like... All right. <laughs> it, was just, it was just like... This, this whole movie, to me, was I want to show stuff off. I want to show off uh, mm-hmm. my, my camera skills for the director guy, the DP guy. <laughs> I want to show off uh, my ninja fighting from the from the white dude. And now, uh, this cool thing with the swords. Check that out. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> you guys saw that? Yeah, cool, right? Okay. All right, moving on. I feel like you took away from, the diff- <laughs> from this movie slightly something different from what I took away from it. 
I I think that might be accurate. Casey kills the guy, and uh, you find out that in the package were were the drugs. Yeah, that I guess he stole from Goro, or he wasn't. No, he he's was he partnered with him. No, he's, he's a competitor. competitor. Oh, okay. He was trying to get the and he's using the dojo as a front. Yeah, yeah. So the guy who's the second in command to his buddy, he says, "No one in the dojo knew about this." We would only ask that you don't say anything to disgrace the honor of the dojo, which goes back to what my original question uh-huh. was like in the community, how do people perceive a dojo to be? So you already answered that question for me because I was in my notes. Mm-hmm. And Casey just, I, I thought that he now had to take on a fucking dojo full of people. And I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Oh. And they just let him leave and they're just like, bye, Casey. And I'm See, like, what the I, fuck? I, th- I thought they were going to say like, well, now that our senpai's dead, you should take over. You're the rightful heir to the dojo. But he's not. It's different style. Okay, fine, but but then also at the same time he's like, "Thank you for saving our dojo. Disgrace us. You gotta go. Yeah. So he he just got his ass kicked and like, mm-hmm. all right, as you uh, on your way. So he has to he has to like walk home now. Well, they, they can't at least tend to his wounds before they send him off. Well, he did kill their master. Yeah, but he also saved their reputation that no one knows about. Yeah. Well, then why are they all standing there? I, I thought they were all like, "Yeah, thank you." I thought it was a huge thank you party. <laughs> yeah, it was. Basically, it is. He's just he's leaving. Right, they're, but they're, he, they're seeing him off. He's fucked up though. Give him some band aids. Something. Give, pl- give him some tea. It's another place. <laughs> tea, huh? From a place that does drugs. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Well, they don't. What's know. in the tea? I wonder. Mm-hmm. Well, not everybody knows they were doing drugs. Yeah. Exactly. It's a front. Remember, right. the school's a front. Yeah. In the back. But only. Hey. W- but w- <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's use Breaking Bad as an analogy here. Gustavo Fring's the main guy behind the Albuquerque drug cartel, right? right. But he has Mike and that geeky scientist uh, who went, uh, who Jesse Pinkman kills. Like, he has all these people working under him. And then under them, there's people. Yeah. So you're telling me that this one guy ran the drug cartel out of this dojo and no one under him knew? I call bullshit on that. Yeah. Interesting. I'm there thinking, had to be other people involved. Yeah, there had to be. From the dojo. There, that's true. Very true. Yeah. But this movie, Casey was after the one that killed, uh, killed his wife and his child. Yeah. I so, know, but like, but the way the guy said, we had no idea. No, no. <laughs> if, if you have a whole yeah. dojo of guys, you're going to use some of them to fucking do shit. What, what was that word you used for the, the thing as far as it's uh, like a plot device type of nobody? Oh, the MacGuffin. Yeah. So the drugs are the MacGuffin here? No. No. The MacGuffin is something that's constantly moving the plot along. So like the cabbie. There isn't a MacGuffin <laughs> in this movie. Okay. MacGuffins are usually for like heist movies or like uh like uh time sensitive stuff. Yeah. Like okay. in Die Hard there's not a MacGuffin. It's just like for instance, like a clock with a ticking time bomb, that's a MacGuffin, right? Well in Die Hard four the MacGuffin is the firestorm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Happy? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Closing thoughts on uh, Ninja Shadow of a Tear or Ninja Two. Let me give you mine. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I had a problem with that flashback scene only because he was not there to witness that exact same camera shot. But semantics, whatever. I enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, this is an action movie you can watch just for the sake of an action movie. You don't. You're not watching this for its amazing plot. It's just like any other kind of kung fu revenge movie. You just want to see a guy fuck people up to get revenge. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I wasn't sure if I'd enjoy it going in. But as soon as the wife was killed and he fought those punk kids, I'm like, I'm in. Okay. 
What about you, Adam? I, like I said, I, I got pulled out way too soon. That I was just the whole rest of the movie was just me tearing it apart. Just like this is all bullshit. But the, the fight scenes were good. Like like, like I was saying, it, it could have been a good movie had it been shot better. That was, that was pretty much my only complaint is is the way they were sh- shot, plus the acting. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> That's 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 pretty much it. I mean, it, it it I I was I was never invested enough to care about his revenge. Okay, there wasn't enough, I guess, character development or uh, getting yeah. attached to this person. Uh, I mean, with 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 John Wick, I mean, they they got you emotionally invested in this dude because mm-hmm. that whole letter from the girls, like, ah, oh, it's really just tugged at your heartstrings. It's just like, hey, we have a kid, right? Yeah, we're gonna have a kid. Oh, now you're dead. Oh. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough for me to care about this character. Could yeah. a baseball bat have stopped Casey? <laughs> like in John Wick? Uh, no, but it would have left a perfect mark on his face. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> sure this is your pick. You, this is what movie you're thankful for. Yes. Why don't you close it off with our, with your analysis? The mo- well, the analysis of the movie of how it was? No, just or? like your closing thoughts on the movie. Oh, I see. Um, the movie that I liked about this movie, it had um, a raw sense of what a ninja used to be like not per se like just the fact that it was like a cloak and dagger kind of a thing but they did stuff that ninjas in in history would do and they stayed true to a lot of the techniques that a lot of the fighting scenes and everything like that that i would come to enjoy um the yes the movie had a lot of flaws when it comes to the directing mm-hmm. mainly because i feel <laughs> that, a bad director yeah <laughs> but i also feel that just because the movie is a bad director but the storyline is still pretty decent i wouldn't hold that against it i i can look past that okay i, I can't that's fine i i am surprised that this was the movie that you chose as as a thankful movie for i well i have a lot of movies that i'm thankful for i chose this one because it's um, a new version of an old idea. See, the, the, what I thought you were going to pick, this is one, I was, I was telling Hollywood about this, there's this one scene that you showed me from a movie, I th- it might have been Ong Bak or something, okay. where it's it's one like 15 minute continuous scene. Yeah, it's Ong Bak. Yeah, that, that looked amazing. Yeah. Which is like one continuous shot, the camera a- angle never changes, yeah. and he destroys like a thousand people or something yeah. crazy. Yeah. That, that, like, I'm thankful for that movie, and I only saw the 10 minutes of it. <laughs> well, it's because you didn't have to read the movie. Okay. Yeah, is that a reading movie? Yeah. Uh, all right. And that's the reason why I didn't let you watch it. Okay. Appreciate it. Subtitles. I'm out. Oh, I mean, you don't like subtitles? No. He doesn't like subtitles because there were subtitles out in the this movie. one. Not yeah, much. Not, I'm talking like oh, oh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. The main, I, I could have chosen that. I could have chosen a lot, but a lot of my movies require reading. I see. Yeah. I'm not a fan of reading. Yeah, I wanted you guys to experience a movie that was a movie and not something you'd have to look up and down, up and down for. That's why I chose this one. I think that's the main reason I don't like the reading. It's it's distracting. It's my focus is being pulled to reading versus what's happening in the scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, like honestly, if you wanted to see a bunch of movies that have really cool martial arts, I could show you them, but you wouldn't see half of it. Okay. So, yeah. See, that that'd be a problem. Well, that was our opinion of the movie, but like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have crit- credentials, the critics. I get these reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. There were only three good reviews, <laughs> and I'll read them to you right now. It's from the director, the acting coach. <laughs> Fred, <laughs> the to- makeup. <laughs> Fred Topel of Crave Online says, Hollywood movies don't give you this much value. What is it? That's the whole. <laughs> that's a whole segment. That's a whole bit they they got. All right. Chris Sawin of Examiner.com says, "Faulty in many ways, 
Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear still pounds its viewers into the ground with its fast pace and bone-crunching action sequences. That sums up Adam's review right there. Yeah. Faulty in many ways. Absolutely. But its action sequences are awesome. All right. Examiner. I like that guy. <laughs> Last one. Matt Singer of The Dissolve says, Everything modern blockbusters spectacles lack. Blah. Let me re- rephrase that. Oh. Everything modern blockbuster spectacles lack. Precision. Grace. Intimacy. True stakes. And genuine, gritty excitement. All right. I'd like to say this, that most martial arts movies lack that. Okay. If you watch any martial arts movie, there's a good chance it'll be lacking what he just said. Okay, because they're focused mostly on the fighting. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. This is actually one of the better ones. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for the game that everyone loves to play, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60 to 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Well, guess what? You can't guess the critics because Rotten Tomatoes has <laughs> nothing for its tomato score for the tomato meter. It's wow. NA. Wow. So there's no percentage for critics. now. They couldn't force anybody to watch this movie? It's the audience now. <laughs> so you got to guess the audience score. Oh, boy. I'm going to go for 53. All right. Uh, I guess for what it was supposed to be, if you guys enjoyed it, maybe it accomplished its goal, but I would hope there's uh, 41. 42%. Oh! Nice, Adam. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you didn't go over either. Yeah, man. The price is right for you. Bum, bum, ba Guys, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Yeah. We've noticed oh, yeah. that Paul Giamatti has slowly been <laughs> a lot of the movies we're doing. And since both me and Adam, and I think Maestro, equally love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie? I think I already know the answer. The cabbie, right? Yeah. The oh, no. See, I was going Goro. No, I would go the cabbie, dude. Uh, the villain guy. Oh, no, no, no. How about the guy that was actually um, giving him the drugs in the car? Oh, that's a good one, too. Oh, yeah. The, the problem is, though, is that he'd have to be dead. Uh, well, I guess Asian. <laughs> I mean, the, the, it, the cabbie makes sense because he's a he's foreign. like a foreigner and he's a cab driver. But then Goro makes sense too because he's also a foreigner because he's cabbie. also a foreigner. A lot yeah. of foreign guys like run these yeah. shitty little and nations. he might also be a cab driver too. And he could pull off <laughs> sinister. I mean, uh, as jokingly as it was, and, and shoot him up, he was a pretty yeah. decent bad guy. Uh-huh. Remember in Purge Anarchy, I said he would be Big Daddy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah. but as the shoot him up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Now it's time for trivia. This is a part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or information you may not know about the movie. I only found a couple things. There was only four on IMDb, so I got all four. UK versions of this movie are censored with a cockfight being removed. Oh, okay. During filming, Scott Atkins, who's Casey, injured his back and required stunt double Brahim Akabi to perform some of his kicks for him. This marks the first time that Atkins had been significantly doubled for a fight scene. Oh. Which means he does most of his work. Okay. While shooting the torture scene, Scott Atkins was so sweaty that drops of sweat started to fall on the floor from his shirtless body. After an hour, there was a sweaty puddle under the chair Atkins was tied up to, and the set had to be cleaned. <laughs> That's interesting. Why? Sorry. It wasn't real iron. <laughs> but it's the lights, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The knife. Oh, by the way, he had this stubble on his face the entire movie. I feel like that same stubble was on his chest. Yeah. Like like he he, 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 he trimmed it or something. It's okay. It's weird. 
just off putting. The knife that's shown in the fight after <laughs> Casey buys the pendant is a Japanese ceremonial knife called a tonto. That's correct. Okay. Money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie is $2.6 million. All right. Sounds about right. You cannot guess the score because ah! <laughs> this movie doesn't exist on Box Office Mojo. Wow. And the only reason I got that budget, it was off of IMDb, and I'm assuming that's correct. All right. So there goes that game. Yay! <laughs> and that segment. All right. I'm, I'm going to guess sorry. Uh, $3 million. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. It's because this movie was released uh, overseas. Yeah. Primarily overseas. Okay. What? But Box yeah. Office Mojo didn't. Think about it this way. Collected. For being an a English-speaking movie mm-hmm. without subtitles, mm-hmm. to be released only overseas seems weird. A majority of martial arts movies are overseas. But English, though? When was the last time? Yeah. When was the last time you saw an American martial arts movie? Um, Matrix. That's considered a martial arts movie? Kill Bill. I don't know. That's Kill Bill. That's that's it. Okay. I mean, you saw what Kill Bill was like. No, I didn't. You never watched Kill Bill? No. All right. The scenes that I really? saw, yeah, the scenes that I saw made me uh, understand why. I, well, it made me decide to not watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, the um, the American choreography for the martial arts just went into the gutter for that movie for me. I didn't like it at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know where you can find this movie on Amazon. Oh, if you're gonna do that, go to our webpage first. Click on the banner on our page. It takes you to Amazon. You can do your shopping as you normally would. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. You get a little kickback from anything you buy. Yeah. And iTunes as well. iTunes, the same thing. That's 2013's Ninja Shadow of a Tear or Ninja 2, directed by Isaac Florentine. If you want to con- contact us, check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers, and check out the other shows of the network as well. Like yeah. us. Yes, Maestro? Unless you're Isaac Florentine, then just that's just for Adam, yeah. yeah. Hey, what? Who's that? Because you're the He's, one that hated him so much. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spoiler show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at spoiler show. Check out and subscribe to the new YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're back to usual business, bad movies, where we kickstart our Christmas movie season. Yay! With a movie so bad, Uh-oh. it nearly swept the Razzie Awards <laughs> from last year. It's Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. That's the actual title. It's Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Oh. Adam used to live in a Christian bubble, so his yeah, insight into this world will be valuable next Ooh. week when we dive into this holly- holiday propaganda film. <laughs> and the reason I wanted... We were originally going to do Fred Claus with Giamatti and, oh, and uh, uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. But then, when me and Sarah had to go to this like marriage class, marriage like couples class mm-hmm. to, for us to get married in the church, okay, and they showed us a movie produced by and starring Kirk Cameron about marriage, and it was like the biggest like Christian propaganda film you've ever seen in your life. Oh boy! I thought let's do Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas, okay, because if it's as unintentionally funny <laughs> as this movie, it's called Fireproof. We're going to have a blast. Marriage. By the way, Isaac Florentine did a lot of Power Rangers stuff. He directed episodes of Power Rangers? Uh, Movies. Power Rangers, The Force, Time Force, Quantum Force. Those are the shows. Quantum Rangers. Yeah, those are the the TV shows. Lightspeed Rescue. Oh, yeah, yeah, these are TV things. They're not movies. All right. They've only done two movies. 
Which makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Also bad acting in Power Rangers. <laughs> so check out Kirk Cameron saving Christmas as we get ready for the holidays. Uh, your studio actually has Christmas lights already set up, Adam. Oh yeah, it's true. And uh, boxes of other Christmas things that have yet to be uh, dispersed. Right out, right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. Or is it after Thanksgiving? I don't remember. It's Black Friday, man. Yeah, this is Black Friday. Oh. People are out shopping. Yeah. Causing chaos. I don't. I never go, so I don't know. What if the purge was Black Friday? <laughs> I feel like it is to a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw the thing on Facebook. It's uh, only in America will Black Friday happen where people trample each other to get discounts on things the day after they spent being thankful for what they already had. Yep. America. So if you're out there, people, <laughs> getting stomped over a, a, a griddle, I wish you good luck. <laughs> wish you good luck on Purge Night, a.k.a. Black Friday. And uh, until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. <laughs> <laughs>